Hello, hello, friend. Ashley here with episode 34 of the Maverick Mompreneur podcast. This is actually going to be part one of a two-part interview with mindset coach for entrepreneurs and total Maverick Mompreneur, Krista Cannon. I'm actually currently at the beach in Litchfield, South Carolina, visiting and spending time with family, with Tay, and was planning to take a week off from podcasting, but I could not wait to get this episode out to you. I sat down and talked with Krista for about almost three hours last week, and it is so freaking good. Let me tell you a little bit about Krista. Krista Cannon is a two-time certified life coach. She lives in Dallas, Texas with her husband and two boys. After building multiple businesses that were financially successful but made her unhappy and left her unfulfilled, Krista decided to stop trying to create what everyone else thought would be good for her and began to create a life coaching business that fed both her wallet and her soul. Using her experience as an entrepreneur and training as a life coach, Krista will help you release limiting beliefs and dial in a bulletproof mindset that will make you unstoppable in life and business. I can personally attest that working with Krista in 2020 changed my life and mindset around business, and I cannot wait for you to hear what she has to say around money mindset and all kinds of other topics that are completely applicable to life and business, whether or not you're an entrepreneur. But this was one of my favorite conversations ever. I hope you enjoy it. Let's freaking go. Hey mama, I'm Ashley, and this is the Maverick Mompreneur podcast, where you're free and encouraged to own your desire to create and scale an impactful, discoverable online brand and business in the midst of motherhood, a business that's aligned with your mission, lifestyle desires, personality, and zone of genius without wasting your time on the hustle and grind hamster wheel that is social media. Can I get an amen? Sis, you are a maverick, an original, willing to stand out in your authenticity, defy expectations, and do life and business outside the box. In our world, if it's not aligned with who we are, it's a hard pass or a brave pivot. So if you're here for the powerful identity shift and transformation from boss babe or boss mom to aligned CEO, building a one of a kind, influential, hustle-free online business that will produce long-term impact and multiple streams of income through SEO, affiliate marketing and courses while building yourself in the process, well, pop in those AirPods, grab that cup of coffee or a glass of wine, and let's get growing. Before we dive into this episode, I wanted to remind you that the doors for the four-week mini mind program long-term plays closes on Thursday, June 30th. 2022, if you're listening to this in the future, or once the remaining spots are taken. What is long-term plays? I am so glad you asked. Like I said, it's a four-week mini mind. We kick off on the 7th of July with our first of four live Q&A hot seat coaching sessions in a private Facebook group, and it also includes four absolutely stacked modules in a course platform for you with everything you need to automate your social selling slash affiliate product sales. There are two bonuses included because not everyone starts at the same place and I want all of my students and clients to have the same aligned foundation. You get as a bonus, Align Your Brand, my course that is the premier social selling personal branding course. It covers everything from your brand fonts and colors through your tagline, your mission, your message, literally 
basically all the things to make sure that you, your brand, your business, your work schedule, all the things are aligned and you are building your business with ease and flow. The next bonus you get is evergreen your brand and that is going to teach you and walk you step by step, click by click on setting up an optimized and potentially, if you would like to, monetized website and blog the simple, quick way. You could get through that in a day or less. And if you already have a website or blog, but you just want to make sure that it's set up all tight and right, then go ahead and check that out and go through it. And then that's just the bonuses. That's over a thousand dollar value right there. The course modules for long-term plays include everything from email marketing, setting that system up for yourself and your affiliate product sales, including templates for emails for both leads and customers, creating sales funnels for your social selling or affiliate products, affiliate marketing 101, using your website or blog to create passive income, what, what? Search engine optimization or SEO 101, the framework for passive income, making yourself actually searchable, your product service and opportunity searchable on Google, yes and amen. And also my Facebook ad target audience growth strategy, the way that I grew my group from over 300 to 3,000 ideal client avatar members and more. So if that sounds good, there is a link in our show notes here on the podcast, along with all the other ways that we can work together, or you can head directly to elevatedwithashley.com forward slash courses. Again, that's elevatedwithashley.com forward slash courses. Or if you're just on the Elevated with Ashley site, there is a course and coaching tab at the top. And of course, click on courses and you can see what all is available. There is still a payment plan option available on the site just because I'm lazy on vacation right now and haven't had a chance to switch it over. I was supposed to switch it on the day I was traveling. So lucky for you, if you want to get in on long-term plays with the payment plan option, easy peasy there for you on the website. Okay. I cannot wait for you to listen to today's episode. It's so good. Here's part one. So funny that we're going to talk about money mindset because I'm like, I need to hear all of this already. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I am super excited to welcome my friend and life and business coach extraordinaire, Krista Cannon to the Maverick Mompreneur podcast. I gave you a little bit of an intro on Krista's background, but I am just so excited to to bring her energy to you and to have a conversation around money mindset stuff. It's going to be really good. Krista, welcome to the show. It's an honor to have you you here. It really, truly is an honor. You have blessed and changed my life in so many ways. And I just know that the Mavericks are going to benefit greatly from from hearing from you today. I would love for you to share because I know some of it, but I'm sure I'll learn some new things too. I would love if you'd share your background. So how did you get to what it is that you're doing now? What was your journey into entrepreneurism and into your current career? Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much for having me, Ashley. I'm so excited to be on your show, which I personally love so much, and I know so many others as well. So my journey, I'll try to keep it short and sweet because for many of us, the journey is super long, right? Um, There's lots of twists and turns and winding roads. So I lived in Germany for a couple of years. And when I came back for some reason, I had never wanted to be a stay-at-home mom before. I knew I wanted to probably have kids, but that wasn't really on my mind. And for some reason I had the thought to myself, 
I think it'd be really cool if I could find a work at home job so that when I have kids one day, I can be at home with them. That led me to try and start to like discover what it was that I wanted to do that I believed wholeheartedly that I could work from home. Even back that was like in 2013 when it wasn't cool yet. Right. And so I found a virtual assistant job and I worked as a virtual assistant for a company for a a long time, for quite a few years. And then in 2016, I had my first baby and I sunk really deep into postpartum depression. And so in postpartum depression, I kind of had this awakening almost of there has to be something more than this. This can't be all that it's about. And so I made a decision and we'll talk a little bit more about that as we get into money mindset and that kind of thing. But I made a decision that there had to be more than this and I was going to figure out what it was. And so the very first thing I did was I bought myself a new lipstick because I hadn't been taking care of myself. I hadn't been getting dressed in the mornings or anything like that. And I was like, I think if I could just get a good lipstick, this would get the ball rolling, right? Well, it really did get the ball rolling. Little did I know it's going to get a really big ball rolling. (laughs) Um, And so that was like my first that, that ended up being my first network marketing company that I was part of since or Cinegents for those of you that are familiar. And I did that for a little while. And then I just started to explore different things. I owned my own virtual assistant agency for a little while and was really successful at that, but I absolutely hated it. And so I shut that down after a little while. I thought I was going to be a health coach for a while. I did some more virtual assistant work, like all kinds of different things. I did Facebook ads work for a little bit and just kind of dabbled into all these different things, trying to figure out what was the thing, you know, and I say that to encourage all of you who maybe haven't found the thing yet and are trying out a lot of different things. I think it takes a minute to test the waters and see what feels really good to you. But through it all, the one thing that I kept doing was personal development. And I realized that the only way to keep going through all of this was to dial in the mindset. And so when I realized that I had bought all of these courses and done all these things and learned all the, and learned how to market and learned how to do all these other pieces, but everything still wasn't clicking. And it wasn't until I really, really got my mindset dialed in that things really started to take off. I knew that was like what I wanted to do for other women as well. That's amazing. And I'm so glad you made that shift. <laughs> because I needed you desperately and the work that we did together. Um, and some of that was around and continues to be around money mindset. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to ask you a, a question before, because I feel like we're just going to dive into the money mindset piece and I'll forget to ask you, but I always want to ask my guests and you're my first guest, my first I'm so honored. guest. I wouldn't have any other way. But for you and any subsequent guests, I always want to ask about just motherhood and entrepreneurship and how you balance that. Maybe just give us like a couple of your top tips or mindset pieces, because for a lot of, a lot of the Maverick moms, what advice do you have? Cause entrepreneurship, I don't want to put any words <laughs> in your mouth. You let me know. They're almost in conflict with each other. Yeah. It feels like they hear- can be. Yeah. Yeah. And you hear this stuff, you know, even when we were in Cinegens, we heard so many people say, give up everything for like a year or 18 months, forget about your kids, forget about your husband, forget about your life and just go hard and fast towards this. And then everything else will work out. Right. And of course that was not great advice. Um, toxic, very toxic toxic. advice. (laughs) And so for me, one of the things that has been really interesting, and this is actually going to like go really well into the money mindset. I think me, like the main thing has been trusting the call to motherhood and trusting the call to entrepreneurship Mm -hmm. and believing that because I'm called to both of those things, that both of them can coexist and both of them can be successful. Mm -hmm. And so I'll give you an example of when this, what happened with this 
back in the fall, I decided to keep my youngest. I was going to put him in a mother's day out and we had just ended COVID and like being at home and all that for two years. And my son was finally going to kindergarten, my oldest. And so then I was going to put my youngest in mother's day out and I'm finally going to have time to work on my business. Right. And I'd still been working on it up until that point and had quite a bit of success, even with the small amount of time that I had. And for some reason I had this feeling that I shouldn't put him in mother's day out. So I trusted that I trusted my gut, my intuition. And then I was very frustrated because I was like, but I'm supposed to have this time and I'm supposed to work on my business and I want my business to grow and I need to supplement our income at home and all those kind of things we think all the time. Right. And so I guess it was like maybe towards the end of September, I finally just one day I released it all. And I said, you know what, if I am being called to both things, then that means that both things can be successful in the amount of time that I have to give them. So I'm from this point forward, I'm going to trust the amount of time that I have. I'm going to trust that the money is going to come in, in that amount of time. And I'm going to trust that I'm supposed to be home with my son for the rest of the time. And I kid you not in that, like that moment. Okay. Like the next day I signed my first ever pay in full client. And then a couple of days later, I signed my second pay in full client. It was so magical. (laughs) Um, so, So for me, that's kind of the thing that I always go back to is trusting your call to both things and believing that both things have their place in your life and that both things can be possible for you. That was beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. That was encouraging to me and I'm sure to our listeners as well. So I guess we're just going to dive right in. Could you tell us just based on your work with your clients or your own experience, you can use your work with me because I'm a, have been a hot mess and still (laughs) what are some of the, the limiting beliefs or the top, what would you say are the top limiting beliefs around money and money mindset that come up some patterns that you see common because here on the show, we want to give real talk and expose the things that we have in common. Cause I think a lot of times as entrepreneurs and solopreneurs, particularly we feel like we're the only one that feels this way. We're the only one that struggles or has a difficulty with money mindset in this way or that way. And so I think mm-hmm. it would be super awesome to hear from you who works behind the scenes on this very thing with uh, lots of women. What are some of those? Yeah. I love you saying that we have it all in common because it makes it feel so much better when we're not the only ones struggling with it. And yesterday in my mastermind, we did a healing session around um, some beliefs and I had pulled them out of this, the one-on-one sessions that I had with them. And it was so interesting because they were all so similar. And so they were kind of laughing as we were going through this because they were like, oh good, we're all feeling the same way. You know? <laughs> Birds of a feather. Yeah. And so it was really cool to kind of see that and sort of everybody sort of exhaled when they kind of heard these beliefs. And so hopefully you guys will feel the same as you're listening to this, that you can kind of like breathe easier knowing that like, oh, this is totally normal to feel this way. I think maybe one of the top ones is I'm not making money fast enough. Mm. money is not coming in fast enough. Right. And a lot of times I find, and you can tell me if you find this as well with your clients, Ashley, is that whenever people want to start something, then it's like, if the money doesn't come in the minute that they start it, then it's really easy to let go of it. Mm -hmm. And it's really easy to say, especially as a mom, right? Well, that's not worth my time anymore. And it's really a deeper belief going on. Like all of these beliefs we're going to talk about are really worthiness beliefs. The main 
main belief that we all struggle with is I'm not worthy, right? I'm not worthy of money. I'm not worthy of this time. And for moms, we feel like we're always having to pour ourselves out for everyone else, right? Our kids, for our spouses, for everyone around us, often our church, places like that. And so then if we take any time, it's like we're taking that time. And if the money doesn't come right away, it's like, well, I can't take that from my family anymore, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So that's a really big one. I'm not making enough money. It's not enough money, right? So it's not coming fast enough. It's not enough money. That's a really, those are both kind of go hand in hand. So one that I think is really interesting is, and you can tell me what you think about this. Like there's some moms that really are the sole income providers for their family, right? And they are the one, they do need to make the money. But then there's a lot of moms that have this feeling that they need to contribute to their family finances and they don't see everything else they're doing as contribution and enough, you know? And so then that goes back to that. I'm not good enough <laughs> this statement again, right? I'm not, I'm not doing enough. I'm not good enough. And so therefore I need to, I need to bring in money too. Right. That's mm-hmm. so still this like really negative feeling around money, which kind of sucks. So do you find that a lot with your clients as well? Yeah, definitely. That is not one. I mean, I'm not married now, but that's not one that I necessarily had. And so I feel Mm -hmm. like I've been surprised by that, but then it makes total sense. Yeah. I just remember in network marketing, you know, I would hear women all the time say like, well, if I could just make an extra $200 a month or just an extra $500 a month, that would change my life, you know? Mm -hmm. And that, that says a lot to think about that. Like you feel that you need to bring in that extra little bit just to contribute, you know? I think sometimes too, for some women, myself included, going from having a career and working outside the home to becoming a stay-at-home mom and relying on a, a single income, say from your husband or your partner, or your spouse, not feeling comfortable necessarily spending money on things that we feel are frivolous, like yeah. self-care items or getting your nails done or whatever it might be, those things that make you feel good or confident, but spending money on those just feels, oh, oh I don't really think I should be spending our money on this when it could go to that. And so making that extra income does become more of a need, I guess, even if it doesn't really have to. Yeah. The only problem with that rate is the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. Mm -hmm. And so what happens is then they like what I've seen at least is women will start to see their businesses as frivolous. Right. And I got caught in this trap a lot as well, where, you know, if my husband needed to work extra hours or something like that, well, then I would give up my business hours or I would switch my clients around or like whatever, because my business would be seen as the least important thing to the family, which that wasn't him doing that, right? Like that was my belief that I was holding on to, but that becomes a problem because then it's like, okay, so you don't want to spend the money on getting your nails done because the family needs X, Y, Z. But then when you want to start your business and you need to invest in help or you need to invest in a skill or something like that, that is also seen as frivolous. Right. And mm-hmm. so you see like, Oh, well, I need to buy this course to help me learn how to market, or I need to invest in this coach. And that does, that's is seen as not important. And that's mm-hmm really, to me, that's like one of the main objections that women have when they are wanting to invest in their business. Mm -hmm. 
Whereas like I just invested tens of thousands of dollars in my husband to go to school and that was no problem. Right. Right. (laughs) And so, but we don't see our businesses as the same a lot of times. Right. And I feel that it ties right back into that first limiting belief around the money not coming in fast enough where there's this expectation because we do see some people start a business and they crush it. Mm-hmm. But that's not typical. And it's definitely not typical of starting a business in general. When you start a business, say a brick and mortar, you're not really even expecting to make money or profit in the first couple of years. And right. we don't look at ourselves and investing in ourselves and bringing ourselves back to school in a sense, investing in coaching and courses and things to be the best, whatever it is that you're doing online that you can be. Mm-hmm. For me, it was harder to see and my perception of what people around me, it was harder to see things as legitimate as a legitimate business and not a quote unquote little business or a side hustle or these words that I can't stand Mm -hmm. because it wasn't making tens of thousands of dollars at that point. That would not be the expectation in really any other type of business that you'd start is for money to just be flowing in and not have. Yeah. And then what becomes really hard about that is when you are making some money, right? Like one of the things that I was saying a lot, this was a really recent one for me was, um, I don't know how to create consistent income. Right. So I was saying that a lot. Yeah. I just, I want to create consistent income. I don't know how to create consistent income. And I actually had a coach point out to me, you have consistent income coming in every single month. It's just now you want to expand that consistent income, right? We're building something long-term here. We're not doing flash in the bucket kind of stuff, right? Where we're just going to make a hundred thousand dollars and then that's it. And then we're going to flash out, right? We're building long-term sustainable businesses here, which is really, really powerful, but the keyword is build and it takes time. And it's important to be able to see the successes along the way so that you're not constantly feeling that stress of I'm not there yet. It's not enough. It's not fast enough. Right. And if you are constantly telling yourself that that's going to cause the burnout really fast. Mm-hmm. How could someone stick through that? I mean, when you work with your clients and they are struggling with that, I was thinking the other day with this podcast right now, because I started when did we start this, it was December, right? Yeah. December, January, something like that. I feel like me four years ago would have been freaking out that it wasn't converting in this exact way. And the Mm -hmm. devil learned this, but I trust the process so much more now, but that's because I have experienced ups and downs and the, okay, I'm not making money yet, but I need to stay consistent. And what most people won't do is just continue moving forward. Yeah, Most people Mm -hmm. quit. So if you stick with something, you're already in the top 5% of whatever you're doing. But what's some advice that you give clients for how to push through and how to either create belief in themselves that they're worthy to continue or... Yeah, I love it. I'm I'm glad you said that too about the podcast. Do you remember when somebody told me that podcast episode eight is like where most people quit and then they don't ever record a podcast episode again? That's so amazing. Like, what are you on 30? Are we recording 33 right now or somewhere around there? this will be 34. 34. Like yeah. that's incredible. Right. Yeah. And in six months, that's amazing. Yeah, so each one of these are little assets for, for the brand and creating that impact that I want to create. Yeah. And so I think that's where the mindset shift happens is exactly what you just said. And this is what you teach. So it's so powerful that shift from needing the instant gratification on each and every post that you make in each and every podcast that you make and realizing that what you're building, every podcast episode that you record is an asset that somebody can go back to and listen to later, or is something that you can use later, right? You can put 
put that in something somewhere you can reference to it. Mm -hmm. Like you're building out your body of work. And Mm -hmm. once you make the decision that that is a non-negotiable, there's a lot of non-negotiables in your life. The way you treat your children is a non-negotiable. The way you show up in your marriage is a non-negotiable, right? Like there's a lot of things like that, that are non-negotiables. So if you can decide that you creating this body of work is a non-negotiable in your life, it really shifts everything, shifts the mindset of, I need people to know me now. I need to be visible now. I need to be whoever who has a hundred thousand followers, et cetera, et cetera. And now to I'm building out this body of work. And that's the most important thing for me to be doing. Mm, It is hard. The instant gratification thing is definitely a struggle with what we see every day. We see people every day that are steps ahead and more followers and more engagement and more visibility. And it's hard to put your blinders on and just focus on what you're doing, the work that you're creating and putting out into the world and trusting process. And that's hard when you can't, that things will, you know, the money will come, things will work out down the line. But before you start seeing results, it's, yeah, it's, it's hard to feel like it's worth it to keep going sometimes. Yeah. And I'm okay. I'm going to give this advice and I kind of hate this advice, but it's really true. (laughs) Um, so there's like supposedly Louise Hay, if you're familiar with her, she started Hay house in, um, 1987 and she wrote a book called you can heal your life. And it was kind of one of the very first books about like thoughts, create your reality. Right. Mm -hmm. And she became, she was teaching this to people in seminars and things like that. And then she put it down into a book and the book is essentially like, her workshop. And so she is supposedly has said, had said she's no longer living, but she had supposedly supposedly had said at the time that her goal was not to make money. Her goal was to help people. And then once she started helping people, she couldn't stop the money from coming. Mm. And I think that's a really, I like, I sort of hate that advice because it's just help people and just put your heart out there and, you know, and it's, yeah, but I have to put food on the table for my kids. But if you think about like, that's how supported we are, right? If that's how supported we are in the good work that we're doing and being able to trust in that and being able to know that, okay, like food is going to be on the table and my kids are going to have cool backpacks for school and my kids are going to have everything they need. Right. And I'm also going to be able to be putting this out into the world. And not only is it to pay for the food for my family, it's to like raise the consciousness of humanity. This is a really important thing to be doing. And also I get to be paid for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it. And I mean, it just makes, it makes, sense. If you're helping someone, you're getting them a result in whatever capacity that is and whatever niche you're working in. If you're getting people good results and that's what you're focusing on is really truly helping them achieve their goals, then of course they're going to refer people to you. Of course they're going to share your content or of course they're going to, you know, rave about you, review all of those things. It just, one thing comes from the other, but sometimes that's easy to forget that that is, that is the most important thing you can do as far as purpose, but then also your bottom line, you know, yeah. you have to, if you're not getting people results uh, and they're not, and, and they don't sense that from you, that you really are motivated by helping them to achieve their goals, then yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. This isn't going to grow. Love it. What other mm-hmm. limiting beliefs do you come across? Those two are so good. Like we could probably talk about both of those for. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. This is a really good one that I wrote down. Um, motherhood and adulthood are meant to be hard. And so therefore business building has to be hard too. I've had that one. You know, I've had that one. <laughs> like what if just for once it was enough? What? Yeah. What? Just <laughs> yeah. Well, and you kind of made that comment earlier. I don't remember exactly what you said, but it was basically like my, my response always to that is like, when is, when is it enough? Right? Like, when do you know that you're oh legitimate? That's what you were saying. Like, when do you know your business is legitimate? Do, yeah. When you get six figures, is that the number? When you make $500 a month, when you are a millionaire, like at what point mm-hmm. do you get to decide that you're a CEO, you're running a legitimate business and your business is important? what point? And I, and I would challenge everybody listening to this to sit down and write that down because most of us haven't thought about that before, right? We just get going and we just start moving towards, you know, a goal, but like, it's kind of an arbitrary goal. It's kind of like a, I want to make money. I want to be successful. What do those things mean to you? Right. Would $500 a month really change your life? And would you like to spend five hours a week making $500 a month? And that would be like satisfactory to you. Fantastic. You can build a business doing that. Right. Mm -hmm. Or would you like to work 50 hours a week and make, you know, whatever, you know what I mean? And so it's like figuring out what it really means to you to be successful, what your business is going to look like. Um, like when is it going to be legitimate and then choose for it to be easy, choose that it gets to be Mm -hmm. easy because it can be easy. Yeah, it really can. And sometimes easy. I feel like it feels easy. Even if there's a lot of work involved, it can still feel easy if it's aligned action. And it's just something that you feel like you were just made to do. All of a sudden you're like, am I even working? But it's not always like that, but it does. I love that it gets to be, gets to be easy. That's that's goals really. Yeah. And And not allowing yourself to freak out when it does feel easy because no, exactly. That's what I do. You know, I do. I'm like, wait, what? I need to create something else. This can't be, but yeah, that's exactly (laughs) what I was going to say. And then don't self-sabotage yourself whenever it is easy. Mm -hmm. One of the beliefs we did yesterday was, um, it is it is safe for me to make money doing something that's easy for me Mm. because just because it's easy for you doesn't mean it's easy for everyone else. Right. Right. And that's the whole concept of figuring out your, your zone of genius, right? It should be, if you can get to the point where you're operating and working and building a business around your zone of genius, it should feel easy for you. Right. But that's work that needs to be done because you're given those particular skill sets and experiences and mindset or what, what have you to share with other people. And so it should right. feel easy because giving of your energy and giving of yourself, that's not what everyone chooses to do with their life. And it is important. Gosh, I know we're going to talk about worthiness in a little bit, but I know that comes up, you know, but who am I to feel that way about myself or feel that, you know, what, what is my thing or what is my you know worth as an entrepreneur and maybe even as a person? I mean, yeah. it's, it's definitely, it's hard to show up, especially, you know, when you're starting a business and you're a new entrepreneur and everywhere in between along the journey, really what would, what I feel like creates income. I mean, ultimately impact and then income is being able to show up as the CEO of your business, even before you're making money, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. show up with that energy, like, Hey, this is, this is my thing. I am who I am. And having this confidence to show up as that six figure earner 
owner, if that's what your goal is, but before, when you start your business, when I see people who are successful fast, they usually seem to have this confidence, you know, and just come out the gates swinging and someone else could come out the gates with, you know, nervousness and without knowing who they are or feeling confident in themselves and they're going to get different results. I don't know if that's the case because some of it has to do with influence and, you know, there's lots of different factors, but I do think that having that belief in yourself before you're making money, before you have your first client, before you create your first product, but just believing that you're, you're worthy to do the work that you would like to do. You're worthy Mm -hmm. to be happy. You're worthy to lead like all those things. That's hard. That's not, I mean, I'm 38 and I'm still figuring all of that out. Right. And yeah. Yeah. You know, and, but think about the people that do have influence, right. Mm -hmm. They're people that are like that naturally. Right. And and eventually they gain an audience because people are attracted to that. People are magnetized to people who lead themselves. Right. And Mm -hmm. self-leadership is the thing that is going to make you successful as an entrepreneur. If we could just end it there, like that is the main yeah. thing. Is yeah, I was gonna say, okay, interview's over. Everyone at home, have a nice day. Please just write that down in your journal and read it every morning. Right. Go yeah. lead yourself and we'll see you later. It is. It's 99% of it in, you know, in every area. Mm-hmm. Because those people are the ones that when this stuff comes up, right? And that's like something that we were talking about earlier is when this stuff comes up the main thing is knowing what to do about it, not folding underneath yes, it. Right? Yes. And so the pressure of these beliefs, you know, we can shift these beliefs. We can work on these beliefs. We can say affirmations all day long. We can do the energy work. We can do all the stuff around it. Right. Mm-hmm. But all that's going to happen is more beliefs are going to come up because we have all we're, we're surrounded yeah, yeah. by it, you know? And like for us, in this room, listening to this podcast, right? We are like going against society's norms. We're going against the grain. And sometimes that can feel exhausting because it's like, man, everybody else is doing it a different way. And we're like stepping out of line and we're saying that there is something more, we can do more, we can have more, we can be more. Right. Mm -hmm. And it can feel so tiring. It can feel so exhausting sometimes. And like, it's okay for it to feel that way because we're breaking generational trauma over here. We're rewriting (laughs) narratives. You know, we're Mm -hmm. doing big, big work here. You know, yes, of course we're creating courses and we're learning marketing and we're doing all this stuff, but like really the true stuff that underneath here that we're doing is we're teaching women how to use their voice, how to figure out who they are and how to show up in the world as the most authentic version of themselves. Money is just a tool that like supports that. And so- It's okay for it to feel tiring. It's okay for it to feel exhausting sometimes, but when you know what to do, when you know how to handle it, when it comes up, that's when you can sustain this long-term. That's when you're not going to be the flash in the pan, right? You're going to be the one building and you're going to like put your whatever. I don't know what you used to build bricks, but you're going to put your bricks down for a minute. Oh, mortar? Mortar. Yeah. You're going to. I'm thinking of the three little pigs book. I'm like, I know. Think of that little song that they sing. I think, yeah, mortar. Yeah, you're gonna put your like, I don't know, you don't use a shovel, right? What's the thing you use? Oh no, now now it's too far. It's too detailed. I don't know. (laughs) That little tool thingy that spreads the mortar. Yeah. yeah. You're going to drink some lemonade and then you're going to go back and you're going to keep building. Right. Mm-hmm. And you're going to figure out what tools you're using since we don't know the names of those. <laughs> <laughs> the ones that work for that yeah. circumstance. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. That's it. 
it sounds so when we talk about it, I'm like, that sounds so simple. Like, right, sure. go do that. Yeah. <laughs> Not so just, everyone doing it. Yes. But that is why it's called the work. And it has to be daily and part of part of your daily habits and rituals and can't let it go to the wayside. I notice for myself when I don't do the mindset work and I don't continue that, then those are the times when these limiting beliefs really run can run rampant and then you start going down this entrepreneurial spiral of torture or something and it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be that way everything's figure outable I feel like yeah. everyone's heard that before but everything really is figure outable there's so many entrepreneurs if you really think about it there's so many people in every job but definitely online entrepreneurs who have gone through ups and downs and losing their business and being bankrupt whatever like the worst thing you can think of and then they've come back from that and they're just fine like why not you why not me but it is so hard to when you don't see things going the way and the pace that you would like them to, to continue persevering. And most people don't, but that's not going to be anyone listening. That's right. It's not, right. it's not our people. No, it's not. So can our maverick mamas and maverick entrepreneurs in general start to, are there daily habits or what are some ways to start creating that belief in yourself that would allow you to continue persevering through the inevitable ups and downs and limiting beliefs that pop up. Like what are some practical ways to do this? Yeah. So I'll just share with you something that I love to do um, and that I recommend all of my clients to do. And it's, I mean, this is a journaling practice. So like journaling for me is one of the main ways, like if you're going to do self-coaching, it's like the main thing to do, right? Because you're going to get a massive amount of clarity through journaling that you're not going to get any other way, um, which is really powerful. And so um, one of the things I love to do, and Ashley, I think, we did this together is future pacing, um, which is writing down your, basically it's writing down your vision and you can do it for however long you want, right? Like, so I like to do it for the end of the month. So at the beginning of the month, I write a new one and I, for a while, I recommended people write it down and then record themselves and they could listen to themselves saying it. But I actually, if you have the time and space to do it, I think rewriting it every single day, and it can look a little different every day. You don't have to like copy it necessarily, but just thinking about like, if you were at the end of this month, so like, let's say, end of July, right? We're kind of at the end of June right now, end of July, you're going to write down what your life looks like now that you have done whatever it is that you wanted to do that month and write it down as if it's a journal entry you're writing at the end of the month, write it. Like I'm so excited that such and such thing happened. And I'm so excited that this, and I feel this way and you know, all that kind of stuff. And you can write it out for a year from now. You can write it out for five years from now. You know, you can kind of play with this and see what works really well for you and when you want to write the different ones. But I love to do that. And then as soon as you're done with that, the next question I want you to write and ask yourself, where is my resistance around this? Or why do I believe I can't accomplish this? What thoughts are coming up for me right now? I can't have this, or this is not going to happen. So basically pulling out whatever beliefs are coming up, because what's going to happen is you're going to write that out and you're going to read it. And then immediately you're going to think, well, I want to make $20,000 by the end of the month. I don't have any, nobody's in my DMS asking me about anything right now, you know, or I want to sign, um, new business builders to my business, but I haven't reached out to anybody yet, you know? And so you're going to like start having these beliefs or, oh my gosh, it's summertime. And so like, I don't have any time to work on my business. And so obviously I can't reach that goal because like, I'm going to be with my kids all the time, you know, whatever it is. And so you're going to have these beliefs that come up. And then as you dive deeper and deeper, you're going to get deeper into it. Right. And it's not going to be those surface level beliefs. And you're going to realize like, oh my gosh, this is a worthiness thing. Like it's always going to come back to, do you feel worthy and deserving of accomplishing your goals? And 
having your life, right. Being a good mom, being like with your family, being with your spouse, whatever your other thing is outside of business, you're worthy of having a massively successful business and a massively successful personal life. And so if you can spend time ferreting out those beliefs every day. And then the final piece is to write down what thoughts would I love to have about this instead? So if the thought is I don't have enough time because it's summertime and my kids are home and there's no way I'm going to have enough time to work on my business. What thought would you love to have instead? What if the thought is I'm going to set really clear boundaries around my time with work and my time with, with kids. And there's going to be enough time to work on my business and enough time to be with my kids and I'm going to reach all my goals and write those beliefs out. Right. And then if you want to record them, if you want to put them up somewhere, whatever, that kind of thing. But if you do that every day, you're going to start to see those beliefs shift and you're going to start shifting into that more positive thinking. And when you go into working on your business or being a mom or whatever it is with thinking more positively, instead of thinking like, I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. You're going to see massive shifts in every area of your life. And your world is going to shift around you because your world is going to react to you believing these new beautiful thoughts. I'm so excited. So thank you coach for this You're welcome exercise. And if you're listening, please do this and let us know. Yeah. Know. Let us know how it goes. Yeah. That's I'm really excited. And I also wrote down, I've been writing down in my journal, my new journal, Again, I just opened a new journal today, not even knowing that we were going to talk about that or that that was going to be such a potent piece of advice from you, but I have been writing down what I want versus thinking about what I'm lacking or what I'm striving for or whatever, just writing down, these are the things that I want. And one of them, I love that I want a massively successful business and personal life because I think, no, I fall into that trap of thinking that you have to go hundred percent on one thing in order for it to work. Mm-hmm. well, and then something has to fall by the wayside. Like there's no way that that can happen, but you see people have that, that is possible. And if you want it, just setting those intentions and making decisions and taking actions with those things in mind, I'm excited for the massively successful, all the things. Yeah. You can it have it. Be. Absolutely. Yeah. Just trust it. Make sure to tune in next Tuesday to hear the rest of the interview with mindset coach, Krista Cannon. We cover a lot more ground, so make sure to hit that subscribe button on the podcast so that you'll get notified when that episode drops. Well, Krista, thank you for being on the podcast. This was an amazing conversation. I cannot wait to, I I will not be able to like edit fast enough and Tuesday will not roll around fast (laughs) enough to get this out into the world and probably in two parts, but I'm sure that there are women listening now and this is released and in the future that would be like, I want to work with Krista or I want to find out about working with Krista. How would they, how would they find out more about you? Like Instagram, DM you, like how can someone get a hold of you? Um, let us know. I mean, okay. I know. um yeah instagram is the best way right now so if you just find me at mindset coach krista on instagram um you can dm me if you want to talk about a longer term coaching package or i do have a link up right now that you can click on that is um for a one-on-one intensive so that's just like a two-hour like deep dive session that we can pretty much go into anything that you want to so if you're discovering some of these like beliefs that are coming up or if anything really touched you that we talked about today that you want to dig deeper into you can do that in the intensive. So you can just book that directly on Instagram and Ashley surprise. I'm actually working on a money mindset course right now. So you guys stay tuned for that because it seems to be the thing, the main thing, right? 
And so it's been really on my heart to um, put something like that together. So stay tuned for that. Follow me on Instagram and all that'll be coming out soon. And I will too, whenever that's ready and you have a link for it, I'll add that. I'll update this episode or these episodes and add a link to that. So if you're listening to this after she's launched it, that will be in the show notes. And so you can click on that and check that out. Just a plug for Krista because she totally changed my life and business. Uh, I worked with Krista for, was it a three month, three or four months? So I did, I did a package because really that's where, that's where like the transfer. Yeah. She's amazing. If you sit down with Krista for two hours, change your life. But the real transformation I feel like comes from that more longer term work. You're incredibly good at what you do. So thank you. I just wanted to say that as a personal plug from someone who has worked one-on-one with Krista. And it's really nice. I think part of your zone of genius and working within that is your experience as an entrepreneur. And so you get it but you also get the the 99% piece of mindset and like helping someone to see what is blocking them from creating the impact and income that they want to create. So I'm very thankful for you for both today and then just you in general. So thank you for your work and who you are and all those things. Thank you so much. I loved our work together too. So I'm super grateful. And I'll be in that mastermind. Don't you worry. (laughs) I'm so excited. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. My goal is to help as many women in business online as possible to build strong, powerful, aligned, and profitable personal brands. The best way to show you appreciate this content is to screenshot and share on your social media or share with your team. Actually, even better would be to also leave a review for the podcast on whichever platform you're listening on. If you are looking for any additional support, you can always reach me via email at hello at elevatedwithashley.com. You can DM me on Instagram at Ashley R. Latimer or join us in the free Elevate Academy for brand building, maverick marketers, and mom entrepreneurs Facebook community. Can't wait to chat with you next week.